everyone, welcome back! I know it's been a while, but I'm starting a new chapter of Trading for Teens called Market Recap. This is for people to understand some of the defining features of the market and to get a broad overview of many aspects of the market. Oftentimes, it feels like market swings happen randomly or unexpectedly, but in reality, nearly everything that happens in the market is caused by some event. Identifying that event and predicting how the market will respond is what constitutes a master trader. And hopefully, on the market recap chapters, you'll be able to draw some correlations and learn some common patterns in the market as I go over some of the biggest market movers, analyze the root of the cause of that move, the effect, and what we can learn from that. I hope you enjoy. Starting the month, we saw a huge spike in marijuana stocks. Companies like Canopy Growth, Tilray, and MJ, the weed ETF, all hit fresh all-time highs. Numerous factors led to this spike. First, Canopy Growth announced that they expected to be profitable within the year for the first time ever. Tilray landed a contract allowing them to be the only company to distribute medical marijuana in the United Kingdom. It's also believed that Reddit traders, part of the group r slash Wall Street Bets, also played a role in the massive spike in these stocks. Lastly, a more long-term driving factor in the recent rise of marijuana stocks is that many people expect the Biden administration to be more lenient in marijuana policy. There is even hope that they might legalize it nationally. Unfortunately, the spike didn't last. Stocks like Tilray fell nearly 50% in one day. But despite the big crash, the weed industry as a whole, as measured by MJ, the weed ETF, is still up over 60% year to date. In other markets, namely Bitcoin and cryptocurrency markets, Bitcoin hit a $1 trillion market cap for the first time ever as the price per coin hit $56,000. More recently in early March, Bitcoin hit an all-time high of almost $62,000. The recent price explosion seen in all cryptocurrencies, not just Bitcoin, can mainly be attributed to mainstream adoption of these cryptocurrencies in both everyday life and internal company workings. Just a week before Bitcoin hit a $1 trillion market cap, Elon Musk's Tesla invested nearly $1.5 billion into the coin. Another theory is that as the United States prints money in the form of multi-trillion dollar relief packages, people are looking for more reliable, decentralized currencies such as Bitcoin. Due to these big COVID relief packages, there's also a lot of free money in the economy, which people are kind of throwing around into a lot of alternative assets. Now, before we talk about the recent slide in tech stocks that we've seen and the slight decline in the market in general, I wanted to talk about a few companies that made headlines recently. The app Bumble 
went public in early February and saw its stock spike 75% during its first three days as a public company. They hoped to expand their services outside of dating and into the network space with Bumble Biz and other in-person social networking apps. This would give them an edge over the Match Group, which owns Tinder and Hinge, so we could see competition heating up in that space. In Zillow's earning report this quarter, they reported record traffic with 2.2 billion site visits last quarter, up 27% from the previous year. Recent investor hype on Zillow has been because of their intent to devote more time and money into iBuying, which is essentially intelligent real estate investing, which uses algorithms and massive amounts of data to create algorithms that predict which homes are going to be the most profitable investments. Zillow's massive database of approximately 110 million homes position it very well to lead the iBuying trend. Currently, only 0.2% of all 2020 home purchases were made using iBuying, but we can see that number increase in the near future as technology improves. Airbnb announced their first earnings report since going public, and surprisingly, they showed that site traffic had already bounced back to 95% of 2019 levels and that they are cutting their marketing budget permanently. Apparently, 90% of their site traffic was unpaid this year, meaning that they found their way to the site without seeing any paid ads. Snapchat announced that they have 265 million users with access to 90% of the demographic of people aged 13 to 24 years old. They also plan on expanding the Snap Map feature for businesses to advertise on, similar to Yelp or Google Maps. They already have 35 million businesses on it. If the growth in Snapchat usage and profitability continues, we could see Snapchat maybe rivaling the likes of Facebook or other social media giants. Lastly, as a sort of honorable mention, I wanted to talk a little bit about GameStop. Not necessarily about the company or about Reddit, but about what actually happened that made it spike so much. Basically, it's because of an event called a short squeeze. When a big short position is taken in a company, meaning you think the stock is going to go down, there's only a certain amount of risk that the position holder can stomach. So if the stock goes up too much, the short seller is forced to cover their position or buy back the stock at the higher price. This pushes the stock price astronomically higher. This was the case with GameStop as Melvin Capital took a massive short position in GameStop and were forced to exit it at a much higher price after an initial pump by Reddit traders. Now to wrap up, I wanted to talk about the most important part, why the market has been so choppy and recently why it has been sliding. There is a sector of the US government called the Federal Reserve. The Federal Reserve manages all of the money and the markets 
in the U.S. Recently, they announced that they would be increasing interest rates in the United States. That means that it costs more money for companies and people to borrow from the government. And therefore, after a lot of other steps, both consumers and companies spend a little less money. While rising interest rates might sound like a bad thing, they're actually the markers of a recovering economy. During lockdowns and the pandemic, interest rates fell to near zero to incentivize more economic participation. So now as they increase, it's showing us that the economy is recovering. However, because in the short term, companies might be negatively affected in their earnings, the stock market is accounting for that as it takes a small dip. So it may be reassuring that there's nothing fundamentally wrong in the stock market right now, just a short-term response to rising interest rates. The recent tech slide is even simpler. Big funds and money managers are simply rotating out of tech and into less inflated industries. It's up to you to decide whether this is permanent or temporary. Thank you all so much for listening. I hope you feel just a little bit more informed about the markets. Thank you. Please note that Trading for Teens is not affiliated with any of the companies mentioned in this episode.